I knew some, but I didn't know it all podcast. I'm your host, Shane Newsom. but I didn't know it all podcast I am your host Shane Newsome thanks for tuning in today I have the man that inspired me to start my show coming on my show Brandon Thomas from Expanding Reality incredible opportunity I had to speak with this fine gentleman Um, we discussed all kinds of stuff the man gave me like an hour basically like therapy session before we even started recording so like hats off to you brandon you're the coolest dude so inspiring just so loving and positive man you're the you're the best everybody you're gonna get a kick out of this episode we talk about some psychedelics and just all kinds of like great inspiring stuff I really hope you enjoyed the episode, and if you did, please contact me on Instagram at iknewsomepod, or you can email me at uh, iknewsome, but I didn't know it all pod at gmail.com. And you can come on the show and talk to me about your psychedelic experience, or you know anything positive in nature that you know makes you happy and you think could make other people happy. I'd love to talk with you about that on here on the show. That's what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to inspire and keep people positive. Also, coming out with a new show called Horns Up with Dan Anaki Dan from Rising from the Ashes, Andy Rouse from the Deep Share Podcast, Jay Hennahan from How to Kill a Sacred Cow, and Jeff Fernandez from the Shadow Band Podcast. So you can check that out. Right now we have the first episode all released on our individual feeds, but uh, you know soon we're going to come out with their own feed for that show. Um, be on the lookout for all kinds of cool stuff coming from that, including some music. So yeah, all the links to find everything of Brandon's will be down in the show description. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Here's the trailer. You're a really cool dude, you know that? Dude, you're a really cool dude. I think I, like, I already told you. I just said cool dude in this. What the fuck? Did you hear it on your end? Oh, right when you said, uh, so I'm, I'm going over uh, the episode I'm about to release. I'm just, while we're talking here, I'm, I'm plugging the graphic into this thing and, and then going to bounce it. It's Mel Schwartz. Uh, I've had him on before. He's awesome. Right when you said you're, cool, you're one of the coolest dudes ever, I said you're one of the coolest dudes ever. And then this, God damn it, it won't reach. Hang on. It's okay. 
coolest dance ever. I'm so glad he came back. <laughs> Dude, fucking hear it. Synchronicity, man. Right when we said it, it hit this spot to play, and the, I have this whole video pretty much done. I had, I got to go make a graphic and then come back and insert it exactly where it needed to be, and this is where it's at. In this, you know, hour and whatever conversation, I needed to be in within seven seconds of it and in that seven seconds it just said what we said how fucking cool is this place right but it's again it's being able to like recognize that shit that's where it's at brother this is like we need to expand your reality people we can all make this a better world i'm gonna cut this out and put it in the in the trailer by the way just this little segment oh my god this is gold and uh dude yes Freaking like, don't be so so serious for one. Of course, you have to take care of yourself and your family and make money. But have fun at work if you can. Yeah. And no, have fun at work either way. If you can, it's subjective. Have fun at work either way. Yes, there you, you go. Have fun yes. and you know, be lighthearted and do whatever you you can approach that even in your mind. You know, if, even if the outward, you have to have resting bitch face in your mind. You could be fucking dancing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, right? indeed. But then you know, push the boundaries. Push the boundaries. You know, if if you think about the what is it the the group of eight or whatever and how much power of eight. Power of eight. And power. Yeah, of eight. Lynn McTaggart's work. Fuck yeah. Look, look that. Look, people re research that. Just research. That's all I'm gonna say. Research her. Do, do the research. That up. Lynn McTaggart. Doctor Lynn McTaggart. Boom. That's the trailer. That's the trailer. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I should do these. We should do. You know, that's a fucking brilliant idea. You motherfucker. I will credit you for this. I'm gonna do these. Nice okay. job. Well done. Sleepy. Oh, Bubba. Welcome to the I Knew Some But I Didn't Know It All podcast. I am your host, Shane Newsome, and tonight I have with me the coolest, most inspiring man. I like, I, I, dude, Brandon, thanks for coming on the show, dude. This is so cool. You're Bro, the coolest. Thank you. This is awesome. You're fucking the coolest. This is great. <laughs> just cool. There's two handsome as fuck cool shit dudes sitting here chatting. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. Hanging out. I love it. Fucking sexy. Thanks for having me, dude. This is great. Dude, absolutely. So we're going to get into some psychedelic experiences going back to the roots of the show. I haven't had one of those in a while. Ah. So um, I was going to ask you this question right before we started this episode, but I'm going to ask you now. While we're recording, um, have you ever had like a full on like trip from smoking cannabis? Like I've smoked cannabis many times, <laughs> but okay. with this experience of um, sometimes a minor one um, where it's like the peak of an, like an acid trip or a mushroom trip. Or for me, even sometimes as intense as a DMT trip, the smokable kind. And uh, I was just wondering if if you personally have had anything anything like that. 
Have I ever smoked a joint laced with possibly all of those things? Like, <laughs> I guarantee it was just it was just I, weed. I honestly 100%. haven't, and I've smoked a fuck ton of weed and never gotten that that way. Now, to be fair, uh, sometimes when I'm tripping balls, anyway, I smoke. Now, I could have experienced one of those psychedelic specific trips on weed, but I was already having a psychedelic trip, so they kind of blended into one and I would not, it wouldn't have stood out to me probably. So perhaps is my answer to that question. I don't know. Perhaps. I can't account for the times that I was already in psychedelic experiences and also smoking cannabis. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. It's cause it's, it, it's quite intense. Cause like sometime I'd just be sitting around with my buddies and we're all just, you know, when you're young, you like, when you hang out, that's what you do. Like you smoke weed. That's what you might have a movie on maybe, or some music or something, but the, the hangout session is to smoke weed. It's the only reason you guys are hanging out most likely, uh, me and my friends ride dirt bikes and shit together. So it was cool. Wait. But, um, a lot of the other people who would come hang out with us just to smoke weed basically. And, uh, just be chilling with them, dude. And like, all of a sudden, like, People, someone would say something to me and be like, the fuck, dude? And uh, like, ser like, seriously, like as intense as fucking like, a, like a, like a tab acid sometimes as intense as a few tabs of acid, but it usually only lasts mm, sometimes a second. Right. Like sometimes it only lasts like an instant. It's like, oh shit, here it is. Oh, it's over. And then, uh, other times it, it, it could last five to 10 minutes. <clears throat> you know, what does science say about flashbacks? Cause you've obviously done psychedelics. So, yes. I mean, it's, it's in there at some capacity, even if psychologically, let's say, yeah. uh, cause even, uh, Yogi Zornado was talking about this on my show when I had him on uh, about, uh, how, when he was experiencing a DMT trip, uh, they said, you know, you don't need all that stuff. It's already in you. So maybe there's like points like DMT is within it. So there are points, you know, in your evening rest when melatonin and there's DMT that's released like when you die and shit like that, like crazy chemical changes that go on in the human body anyway. And that's basically what a chemical change is, is you're introducing something that affect the chemicals and the synapses and the way that your body processes information and functions and perceives the world then. Uh, in a way that's uh, just perturbed and so that's kind of the thing is that's that's one way to look at it is that it perturbs your reality physically through a chemical means or a physical induction which yes okay but also uh, there's some cool shit going on over there and this is what he said about that though that you have everything in you from his experience this entity told him because he was just hit with a wave and all of a sudden he was tripping balls and then he was hit with a wave and all of a sudden it was the best MDMA ever, ever had and so this idea like that it's all uh, kind of uh, psychological and that you can induce this, you know what I mean? You could just be like, hey, now I just want to do this. Now, this can for be sure, brought on sure. also and trigger other things based on chemical reactions. When you take, like, think of like whenever you uh, take like Tylenol or something, if you've got something going on, it'll fuck with that. And it's super specific. But also if you do this whenever you smoke and you're also prone to like flashbacks. I mean, people say that psychedelic flashbacks are either a thing or they're not. I don't know. The science is out on that. Uh, I think that's a subjective thing. So that could trigger a flashback for you, like an intense cannabis session. You know, yeah, yeah I never like, thought about it like that. Tap into some some reserves. Everyone's like, someone's like, oh, you crack your back, and uh, you just, you know, you have yeah. a acid flashback. 
Uh, I was like, you know, I crack I my know back all the is. time, dude. Like. You know, urban legend, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, but, but I, yeah, I, no, I for sure. And I also, for right. me, um, I, I, I kind of feel like that's the state that people are trying to obtain when they're, when they meditate. And, uh, you got it. You got it. You know, sometimes it hits me randomly. And also another thing I've learned from my tripping experiences is sometimes it's not your turn. One time I took four tabs of LSD. Um, there we were told us it was like a hundred micrograms <laughs> each. Um, my other buddy took three and our other buddy took two. The guy who took two was tripping balls. Yeah. I took three. He's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm in here. Yeah. He's like, but I, like, you know, it's not too intense. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't feel shit guys. And, uh, so like it, obviously the acid wasn't, wasn't bad, but like, dude, wasn't my, it wasn't my turn. Yeah. It wasn't your turn. That's a great way to put it. Uh, I, I love that. That's, that's it, right. When you said it, it made, it made the whole package of sense to me. Uh, <laughs> I dig the shit out of that because yeah, man, I mean, even the last uh, mushroom trip that I had, I just got a really bad headache and, um, I felt like shit actually. Um, so that one was kind of like an ego thing. I was coming up on some major changes and I was like scared. I was about to do some big shit and it just sucked. I was just like, ugh. You know, it's just, yep. it, it was not, it was the most actually unfun trip I've ever had. <laughs> Way worse than the horrible trip I had on acid because at least that was accompanied by visuals when I finally calmed down, you know? And this was just not, it was just like, you know, it was just like bupkis. I don't know. So yeah, like you said, it's just that it wasn't my turn. There you go. Yeah, I like that man. concept though. That's interesting. Yeah, it's like it kind of you know brings in the uh, chaos, chaos of the universe. You know, brings that into play for me. I mean, what do you think about chaos? Uh it's it's part it's part of you. It's part of the universe. Like they're like you know, there's not chaos. There's no order without chaos. You know, it's just like there's no up without down. There's no left without right, and there's always a middle. Um, not quite sure what my point is here. Just the like holy, holy trinity of existence. <laughs> fair, fair dinkum. But um, yeah. So let's freaking. I want to. I want to hear about your like very first psychedelic experience and then your most profound and then whatever in between okay uh I w okay so first is easy that was the lsd that was the bad trip on lsd um the very first it, time first time straight out the gate just like and get fucked it was it was it was oh. really bad it was my uh, uh dark night of the soul uh it was like everything right there wow. and, it, and i processed it all kind of like an ayahuasca i didn't receive it like that at the time but i was definitely changed because of it so uh this t was when i was 18 years old i was in high school i was about to graduate and my buddy got a settlement of like $20,000 when he turned 18 from a wreck he was in as a kid and it left him with some scars and shit like that. Real cool dude. We hung out like crazy. We played soccer together, all that. Uh, his name was P. Real cool. And uh, so he ends up getting the settlement and this this dude and I were like hang out uh, in high school. We would go to um, his house during lunch. So this was back in the day. This is how old I am, by the way. This, is, this was in the day. Do you remember when McDonald's had like 39 cent cheeseburgers on Wednesdays? Yeah, heck yeah, dude. Do you really? 
Really? Was this like a thing? Dude, I was like freaking like three years old, but God I can't, rem- yeah, I can't I knew remember it. that. Fuck. Okay, well, I drove to go get those things. Uh, <laughs> as a high schooler that was 18, about to graduate. Anyway, so we would get this shit and go to his house. So we were very close. When he was 18, he got this 20 grand. We, I was involved in everything, you know, a lot of the shit that he spent because he just wanted, you know, me to come hang out. So he would get like hotel rooms and buy like a fuckload of drugs and stuff. And all of us high school kids would go over there and party and shit. So the night that I took the acid was one of these nights. <clears throat> I mean, he bought like a motorcycle and shit. It was awesome. Real cool. So anyway, the night this was one of these nights. And so uh, we meet this dude in a, a parking lot of sorts. I don't know what it was. And he just leans in and he goes, hey, do you want uh, on the tab or on your tongue? Tab or tongue? And it was this one of the giant sweet tarts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A little Visine dropper full of LSD. And I said, uh, and I looked at my friend Matt and I was, or Pete, I was like, what? And he just goes, uh, do one of each. I go, oh, okay. Aww. And he goes, yeah, it's on me. Cool. Do one of each. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I trust this 18 year old. Uh, <laughs> or, you know, cause he said he did it before. So he knows, right. And he's qualified expert. Gotta do so he fucking times, you know? he goes one of each. So I go okay, and so uh, dude leans in, drops one on my tongue, and then gives me the sweetheart, uh, which we ate immediately. By the way, I was like, well, then what the fuck was the point? You know. Anyway, are you so, sure he uh, gave you just one? Uh, I'm not actually on the huh? tongue. <laughs> I mean, right or on the sweetheart. Bro, this happened in a fucking parking lot. I was 18. I was just, you know, trying not to get stabbed uh, and make it home, uh, you know, the next morning because we had a whole story to like, you know, stay out that night because I was still living at home with my parents. Uh Uh, And so it was like this whole elaborate, you know, I'm staying here and blah, blah, blah. And so uh, we do this thing in a parking lot. We get back to the hotel and there is everything there. Uh, Coke, weed, uh, drink, everything. And um, ecstasy. We I, I liked to candy flip a lot in the interim between my first time and my most profounds and shit, I candy flipped a lot. That is just where you take LSD or MDMA uh, accompanied with uh, acid or, uh, yeah, LSD and MDMA. Yeah. Uh, and it was crazy. So we get back there, we're hanging out, we're doing our thing. I'm, you know, um, smoking, drinking, all that good stuff. And then I start to feel it. And I was like, oh, this is fucking what is happening here <laughs> and you know the setting was weird we're at a fucking la quinta in off of 290 in houston and it was it was odd you know just the whole vibe because it's like this crazy party vibe and i didn't know what i was doing it's this crazy party vibe but all of a sudden i just wanted to go out to the huge field right next to this fucking thing and so i did and i go out there and i uh end up um climbing this um you know tower of course as you do and I, when i jumped off the tower i landed on a piece of glass that was stuck you're probably not gonna be able to see it but anyway right there see that little scar oh no oh yeah let me see if i can do better yeah uh right there yeah okay. yeah i got that scar from jumping down off of this tower from way too high by the way i don't know why like i thought i was lower because i was tripping on acid <laughs> so i just jopped and i fell very far look i didn't break anything i don't know why but probably because i was on acid and you're just <laughs> nimble and i fucking laying on the ground and broke a beer bottle under my hand and shoved it in there anyway so i just oh. pulled this bitch out i'm hanging out uh i just you know went on about my day okay so uh, i also then climbed the tower that goes above the freeway you know the signs that go over the freeway and they have like the little catwalk in front of it with the spotlights while you're still leaking yeah uh, <laughs> and then climbed up there uh because i just was like oh that's fine and then you know just like rubbed it and then uh climbed up this other tower which they're not easy to fucking climb by the way period like not even on acid but it was like the huge x braces you know what i'm talking yeah, about the freeway uh, yeah, signs yeah. okay 
And so I walked out on that bitch in the middle of 290. People are honking oh, underneath and shit. And I'm just sitting there dangling my feet off, tripping balls. I mean, it was... Then uh, I get down uh, safely, sure, fucking somehow. News. And then my mom calls and was like, hey, um, we need you to come home immediately. And I was like, huh, <laughs> that's crazy. Because I could have sworn that the only reason I took acid tonight was because I'd already told her that I wasn't coming home. So that's weird, right? <laughs> uh, and now all of a sudden, you know, there's this new thing. And just like that, I start crying. I start vomiting. Life sucks. It's this, I want it to stop. Yeah, and I want it to stop bad. And the more I wanted to stop, the more it gave me. Uh, a friend of mine, a very good friend at the time, took great care of me. Guardian angel, man. Uh, this guy named Robert. Robert, I'll have to send these, this to these guys. I haven't told this story in detail in, in ever, I don't think. And so, uh, so Robert uh, ended up having this beautiful Mustang car, good friend of mine, uh, very, you know, uh, pretty straight uh, edge. He drank, but he did, yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so he offered to take me home because I was clearly fucked off. And so I'm just crying. I'm throwing up out of the side of his car while we're driving down the road. We get to my house. I get up to my room. My mom comes in the door and I'm dude, my eyes are fucking, you know, crazy. I'm seeing shit. I'm not good. And she didn't understand. She didn't know. She goes, are you drunk? And I was like, yes, I'm very drunk. Yeah, I yeah. just want to go to bed. Uh, we'll talk. <laughs> I'll receive whatever punishment you got in the morning. And as, as we're standing there, this is the only like vivid hallucination I've had is this time. Her eyeball fucking as she like got, you know, closer and squinted at me, her eyeball opened up and rolled off and dropped on her on the floor. She didn't notice, which was odd to me. Hey, ma'am, you know, little thing. Just want to point it out. And then as she stepped forward, she stepped on it and then turned around to leave. And when she turned back around, she had her eye back. So it was like this really... So this was the... This this was the first time I'd ever experienced something like this about That's like colors wild. moving, walls breathing, um, the sense that everything's one, feeling interconnected, the body. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I'd done uh, ecstasy before, but this this acid thing was different. This is why I was like, well, let's fucking do them both. And they're like, oh, it's already a thing. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so I it it Never was intense, it, man. And so I end up at the happiest moment, honestly, was the, the whole thing was cool. Okay. And it was a fucking shit show in between all of that. Uh, the, the time even to get me in the car and you know, all of this shit. So, um, I do remember watching Fatboy Slim music video, the one where Christopher Walken's dancing and he's fucking flying all over the place or whatever. And it had this trim of color going around the screen that was all fucking lit up and vibrating and Christopher Walken's just flying around to this awesome music. And that was like the craziest visual. Uh, it was just nuts, like watching that happen. And then it bled out and then he started flying around the room and I would watch him and then go back in the screen. Ins insane Whoa, shit, you know, and then yeah. just the thought processes you go through and just, the I mean, TV the profound experiences you have that, yeah, you can't even explain. <laughs> anyway, so that was the first time. Uh, and I mean, it was one of the most profound. Yeah. I mean, yeah. cause I, like I said, it changed everything. Like it just, I, I never saw the same. It's that, that yeah. door you open that you can't close, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, man, I, uh, nor would I want it to, by the way. I just have to be clear about that. I'm very, very happy uh, about my decision to do anything I've done up to this point in my life and continue to do. It's all led me exactly where I need to be. And I'm grateful for every fucking bit of it. Yes, indeed. I've already told this story, but I'll give you the short version. The first time I took it uh, was at my buddy's house the night before. Got it. It got really high before I went to bed. It was already like 2 a.m. I had to get up at like 6 a.m. to go cut grass the next morning. And uh, kind of decided it was a bright idea. I was like, yo, I'm going to take this acid. 
So I put on my tongue for like just a second. And I was like, no, I shouldn't take it. So I put it back in with the other tab and uh, I made sure they weren't touching. So I didn't want to get the other one wet. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, you know. And um, so I went to sleep and I woke up and I was feeling different, you know, and, uh, and I was getting ready for work and everything. And I was thinking about the acid and right before I went to work. I was like, man, I probably wasted that acid. I should I should take it because I licked it and I took it and then like an hour in I was like man I don't really feel anything probably like 45 minutes in so I took the other one uh, on and dude I like I didn't get too much hallucination besides um, just like way more vibrant colors mm. and uh, blue like greens looked more bluish mm. for some mm. reason it was weird um, but dude the thoughts I had just the most profound thoughts yeah. and uh, that really, really got me, got me started on the journey. I love that. That's a great story. <laughs> I love that. Especially the, like you looked at and put it back. That's hilarious. <laughs> I did. I mean, it was, it was, it was a wild day at work, man. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you that. But uh, dude, this, I just had another crazy story. Um, I haven't, I don't think I've told this one. Rolling, um, dude. Dude, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, it's tell crazy. Me. This is just like the, don't if you're listening to this i don't condone you already know my slogan i don't condone the use of anything besides food water and air people nah, do what you okay want. <laughs> if you want to fucking do it go do it yeah okay don't anybody else and i didn't yeah. tell you fucking that live your life you only get so many spins around the sun but there's some really cool shit out there taboos are uh, guardians to wisdom and knowledge by the way there you go mm-hmm. <laughs> on the other side of that shit's where all the fucking dope cool things are Fucking right. Go for it. Be responsible. Have fun. Okay. Okay. So acid is the reason this happened, and the only reason this guy is alive. Okay. So my buddy is very, very experienced motorcycle rider and tripper. Mm. So he likes to take a little bit of you know LSD sometimes and ride motorcycles. I don't think it's a good idea. I've ridden dirt bikes plenty of times. Do it, but I don't trip anymore. It's kind of like banging your secretary. You don't shit where you eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But anyway, he got, he, he found a, he found a new buddy from his work that also rides motorcycles. And he's like, yeah, man. Yeah. I've done acid. I've done acid. Apparently this dude's never done acid before. Um, So my friend just gives him like, um, just, I think just a tab. And he's like, yeah, dude, let's go fucking ride. And apparently when the dude went back in the house or something, didn't know what he was doing and took like a bite out of a fucking strip. Like, like a five, like a, like, like 500, like a book, dude. Like a, he took a bite out of five, like a 500 hits, like 10. I don't even, I don't know how many is on the thing, but there's 500 hits there. And he of just a sheet of acid of a sheet of acid. And he oh. just took a bite out of it, dude. And, and so anyway, they get riding. There's this long straightaway. That you can fucking fly down, but it comes to a decently sharp bend into a very sharp bend that if you're a skilled motorcycle rider, if you could really lean your bike over, you could probably hit about 60 miles an hour, but to hit it comfortably and safely, probably about 40 miles an hour, 35 miles an hour. So my buddy only took like a hit knows the road like rides all the time very experienced rider has the guy riding behind him 
which, you know, I, you know, usually let the least experienced guy ride up front. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I guess they were balling down this road. My buddy knew he could hit the first turn pretty fast and then slow down for the next turn. Mm-hmm. Well, the dude comes fucking balling around this turn. It makes the first turn. But dude, this second turn comes up. He's and, and he said he flew by. He almost hit the back of him by the time he was slowing down for the real sharp bend and he just fucking flew by him. He said he's going probably at least uh, 90 miles an hour. Dude. Oh, and it's uh, just woods on either side. I forgot to mention that. Uh, and dude, somehow he just flew in between every single tree and dude got up. His handlebars were like bent into the gas tank. My buddy like kicked it straight enough for them to ride it home. And they're like, dude, we got to get the fuck out of here. And, and then apparently he heard like later from the dude, the dude didn't come to work like the next day or two. And the dude was tripping that whole time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's the craziest fucking story, dude. Dude. Insane. Insane. Like the only reason it happened and the only reason he survived for sure. Dude. Isn't that crazy though? Because you do, you reach a level of immortality when you're on that God, shit. Man, Again, like, I probably jumped from two stories high on that fucking tower and all yeah, I got yeah, to show yeah. for it was this little fucking scar. I, I don't know, but there is like an indestructibility because... This all, again, kind of cuts back to the placebo effect and mind over matter kind of shit because your matter doesn't matter to you whenever you're tripping balls like that or on other things like PCP or something. This is where that superhuman strength idea comes from. You know, it's not that they're super strong. It's that their mind tells them that they're super strong and that's enough. It's mind mm-hmm. over matter. So if you you transcend the laws of physics whenever you are tripping and in some degree. And so mm-hmm. you you don't process information and look at limitations the same way. In fact, it's quite the opposite. You you don't feel limited in any way. I got one for you. I've already told this, it, this story a bunch of times. Okay, so riding dirt bikes while tripping. Um, this happened like multiple times while riding dirt bikes and tripping. Um, so riding through woods trails is a lot of sticker bushes. And, you know, once you get towards the end of the summer, you haven't trimmed the trail in a while, but you still ride it. You just got to wear gloves and long sleeves. And um, anyway, so I was busting through the trail and there's sticker bushes sticking out all in the trail everywhere. Um yeah, you could avoid them, you know, if you know, you know, got to know how to ride. But uh, I could see alternate places that those sticker bushes could have grown. And when I got to where they would like tear my arms up or whatever, they would switch to one of the other places that it that it grew. And uh, it was excellent. It was excellent. So do you? <laughs> so you physically uh, manipulated your reality then while you were tripping? Yes, I yeah, believe see, so. This, I I believe you did too. I really do. I, there, I totally fucking believe this. Absolutely. That's incredible, dude. And motorcycle oh, yeah. engines harmonized and sounded like angels singing. See? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Do you have a guardian bell? No. Yeah, you don't. You think it's douchey or you don't ride straight? I don't know what a guardian bell is. Are you fucking kidding me? You never heard of a guardian bell? No. Okay, fair dinkum. I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, so I rode as well uh, for years. I grew up riding dirt bikes and shit. Grew up in a smaller, you know, not not as small as we live now, but a, a small town in Texas called Keller, Texas, which is fucking huge now. Uh-huh. It was like 3A when I was there. You know, buddy shot a deer on the way to school, just threw it in the back of the truck and got it processed. Oh, went in, told yeah. him he was there, went and got it processed. We heard the gunshot down the road. <laughs> anyway. 
So he just shot the deer in the road because uh, it was, you know, legal. Everything was good. He just threw it in the back of his truck. We just put him in the anyway. That was the kind of town. So we rode dirt bikes everywhere. Oh, so right. I'm very, um, very big fan of two wheels, man. And then I, my wife and I actually had a V Star Classic forever. When I was 18 and doing my most drugs, uh, in the most <laughs> reckless, I got a, a Ninja 600, man. And okay. um, so it was a little crotch rocket. And to you. I would do ecstasy. Like, I loved that. And so I would do a shitload of ecstasy. And <sighs> I shaved my arms at the time because of the motorcycle. And uh -huh. I would just ride, uh, tripping on ecstasy like crazy. This fucking 600 crotch rocket. Dude, no helmet, insane. by the way. No Idiot. helmet. Idiot. Uh, there's a big purpose I'm here for because I should have died a lot. And what's more <laughs> fucked up is I had that bike for like six months before I finally totaled it. And yes, I did total it. But mm -hmm. I bought the helmet um, six hours before I totaled the bike. Wow. I finally saved up enough and bought a helmet. And I was like, ah, it's, it'll probably be a good idea. After, dude, I can't tell you. I ran from cops and shit on it. No problem. Uh, insane. 18-year-old me on ecstasy. <laughs> get fucked. I, I should not. Again, it should not be here. But I, so I would um, zip around on this fucking thing. And then uh, I buy the helmet, uh, throw it on, and I'm going, I'm doing this S-turn through this neighborhood, my parents' neighborhood. And I was following a friend of mine. And uh, the sprinklers were on and it, it curved, but then again, just like your buddy, it, it went this way and then that way real quick. And there were trees and houses and shit, but there was like this long, like a pretty far distance to the houses, right? And a bunch of trees and landscaping and stuff, real nice neighborhood. So I'm fucking cooking. I'm doing like 80 through this 30 and uh, I'd lean it down and then back over. And when I went back over, the sprinklers had come on. So the road was wet and it just slipped and it went whoop and then it, I righted it, and but when I righted it, it had that whip effect, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I went yeah, straight yeah. and tagged the curb dead on at 80, and fucking it flipped me up and then spun. And I think what happened, with, what my friend said happened, is I was just like spinning in air, and then I just relaxed and went limp. So I think I passed out in air. Yeah. Because when I came yeah. down, I landed right on the top of the helmet, which had a huge scuff on it, which if I hadn't had, Dude. I would have died. And it totaled the bike. It put the front wheel in the engine. Like, I called the yeah. place. I, like, had it towed, like, in a hurry. No cops came. Like, we were very... And, and what was fucked up about it, I, like, kind of came to, took the helmet off, got up, uh, walked over, turned the bike off because I could smell gas and I could, the light was still on. And I threw the keys and then passed out. And then my friend... I woke up. My friends were there and a couple of people had come by and... Um, the guy towed it and then I called the shop the next day. I was like, Hey, when's my bike going to be ready? And they were like, this is the guy with that ninja. This can't be that guy. That guy didn't survive this. No one would have survived this wreck. And they were like, this is the, you don't have a bike kid. Like it's gone. Like there's nothing, anyone, no piece of this is salvageable. Yeah, it was that man. fucked. And I bought the helmet six hours before that shit. Isn't that crazy? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm supposed to be uh, here. Definitely supposed to be here. I forget why we went off on that. Why were we talking about? Why did I launch into that? Um, I don't know. We were talking Bike about stories riding and tripping yeah, yeah. and yes, and getting fucked up and riding. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, and uh, we had a V Star Classic. My wife and I, and I put like sissy bars on it, you know, and yeah. uh, you know, uh, floorboards and all that shit. I still have my motorcycle license and shit. We would ride it out to state parks and stuff, and it was really cool, man. It was Got a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I got her like the, like I said, like the sissy bar and the mm -hmm. backrest and floorboards for her for her birthday, by the way, she loved yeah. them. And I like installed all that shit and she was just fucking laid back. And then we had a helmet with the little microphone piece, oh, you know, on the outside so you could just it. click it and then you could talk to each other. Oh, but man. her, as we're riding, she would lean up and hit the side of my head to talk to, to activate my shit so we talk and then unclick mine not hers you know what i'm saying <laughs> so she would hit my head talk to me and then hit me again and it would turn it off
<laughs> She's great. I didn't hear anything. Oh, that was very creative. That is very her. She is quite clever. Hilarious. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, bikes are cool. I fucking miss it. I've been telling her. I'm like, dude, I got the itch so bad. I've been wanting one so fucking bad. And I it's really been over like, the past like... couple years, especially moving out here to the country. We have like one of the most famous roads to ride out here called Highway 4. And it oh, runs from like oh. the northern hill country all the way down to the south, like San Antonio and shit. And it's yeah, like the man. most amazing ride. And it's like three exits down the highway from me and people come from all over the world uh to ride their bikes on this thing and they'll just like ship their bike over and just ride this one it's pretty famous but it's right there so since living next to this fucking thing for like six years i'm like i I need a bike you know i've been Bro, get a bike i know right all right i'm manifesting a bike now manifest Bam. bike a get motorcycle a, you got to be very specific because somebody will show up with the fucking bike with training wheels or someone will just yeah, dump it over dual, our fence think or dual something. sport think 650 dual sport you know, I'd go, that, that's what my V-Star was, was 650. I don't want to go sport. If I went sport, it'd be naked stri- uh, street bikes, but I, I'm more of in the cruising years, man. You know, not a no, Harley. I'm not dual sport, bro. So it's a it's a dirt bike that you can take. Oh, like an enduro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. An enduro. Yeah, there you go. Dude, yeah, absolutely. Dude, Have you ever seen that uh, Ewan McGregor that. show, uh, The Long Way Down? No. You would love that show, dude. He goes with his buddy on these crazy bike rides. I think they did two. I know they did two. They may have done a third one, but they go through like Mongolia and shit, but all on these on these uh, street and trail bikes, like what you're talking about. And his oh, buddy's like a professional motorcyclist. And then Ewan McGregor, the actor. And dude, it's called uh, Long Way Down and Long Way Round. I think uh-huh. they went from the north part of Africa all the way down. And then I... Th- I think something I forget the fucking patterns, but anyway, it's an awesome series. It's really, really cool. You would love it as a motorcycle rider. I feel like it would be it, that's a great idea until yeah. you're like you're like six hours in, you're like, oh, oh, get I'm, fucked. Yeah, oh, dude. And like, what's I got, happened? I got, I got I more. Look at a month of this, dude. <laughs> Why did I take my windshield off? I know it looks cooler without it, but God, I'm getting my ass kicked, you know, by this wind and the bugs and rocks and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's why I like dirt bikes, man. Dirt bikes are my shit. I can just fucking hop on it, ride some wheelies for 15, 20 minutes, put it away. Yeah. I got got the itch. Got the itch scratched. See, that's awesome. I just miss it. <laughs> I miss being on not being on two wheels. Um but that's cool dirt bikes, man. I mean, I had a little uh little uh, hundred, a Yamaha hundred that I just rode to my buddy's houses and stuff like that. And I would try and jump it, but it was like a seventy nine, so it's fucking oh, yeah, this man, antique. That's cool. It was cool. It was really cool. It's got a bunch of old bikes. It's cool. Mm -hmm. It's got like all the ones he used to have when he was a kid. It's fucking cool as shit. It's badass, man. It's free. Again, that's that freedom. 70s bikes. Mm Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. man. So, dude, tell me about your most profound psychedelic experience. Um, I would like to say that it was my ayahuasca experience, but it wasn't. Uh, the ayahuasca was very interesting and it was awesome and it continues to be profound, but it's not, you, that's how this works though. You know, yeah, you get the understandings of shit, but it works with you over time, you know, instead of like this perception that you figure out over time, uh, based on other psychedelics, it's just the way I'll describe it. Uh, then this one's kind of with you and grandmother ayahuasca kind of guides you and you can, you, there's just a little extra wisdom there when you want to call on it. And so uh, that was cool, but I wouldn't say the most profound. Uh, the most profound was probably, um, I guess, my first mushroom trip, man. Um, I mean, because I've really had some incredible profound shit. 
doing, like I said, the candy flipping with ecstasy and acid together. Because I would take like a 10 strip of acid and like three tabs and just disappear for like three days. And just like go out in the woods and shit. I mean, we did like the club stuff because we were 18 and that's just what you did. Uh, but I always preferred to go to nature uh, on pretty much anything. So I would just go outside and just go to like, we had this huge rock quarry that we would go to and just trip for, you know, ever. Uh, so th things like that were, were pretty profound, but I'll be honest with you. I probably can't, uh, give you an answer to that because the most profound, I probably don't remember. Um, got, yeah, there may be something to that type of wisdom where it implants it's in there. Like you get it at the time. And then whenever you come back to baseline and that, that veil thickens back up and solidifies to some degree, you know, it's a good way to visualize it. Then uh, you have a tricky time recalling that. It's almost like a dream whenever you try and describe it too late after waking up. It's it's this, like, you have this disconnect to it, mm -hmm. but it's there. Like, it's, it's almost like you opened yourself to that. It implanted and downloaded if you want. That's kind of what the idea of downloads and shit are. Uh, then uh, that veil resolidify. Well, it gave you a gift. Like you, you've been given a gift. Uh, you have this seed planted in you that will change you forever. And this wisdom you can call upon when you want it. Maybe. Uh, or you know, getting fucked up is fun. <laughs> but my first time I did mushrooms, like same thing. Ignorant guy. Like I, I approach everything the first time and just be like, how fucked can I make this? You know, I used to. I don't do this anymore. <laughs> but I used to just go, and I'm not a. You know, I had Tommy Chong on the show. He was saying, you know, this half a muffin, half episode. a... Oh, he's so cool to talk. Get him on. Dude, I'll, I'll hit him up, dude. I, you told me, you told me, man. That that would be one. That would be one. Done. You told me to check off that list. I'll dude. send you, I'll throw his email in the chat. Uh, keep going. So, um, what was it? I think I was talking. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Yes. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 you you, you were talking. You were talking. I interrupted you with the Tommy Chong thing. Uh, well, I was just going to say, I think, uh, Your he mushroom. said, oh yeah, not half of a gummy. And then he ate the rest of it. Like you, we all do this. We all eat something or do something like that. And we're like, I don't feel it yet. It's been like 30 seconds. You're just like, I'm going to eat the rest. So, <laughs> right. <clears throat> we all do it. It's never a good idea. And we know it's not a good idea. And we still do it a few <laughs> times more. So, um, the, uh, so with that, I'm the same way. If I'm going to fucking do it, we're going to do it all. You know, when I did Coke, I did it all. Uh, oh, we smoke, nice. we smoke it all. If we're going to drink, <laughs> you're gonna bring it, we're going to do it all. <clears throat> I'm a big, let's Hell fucking yeah, do this kind of thing. I'm a, okay, I'm a go dude. for it kind of guy. So um, it, with the mushrooms thing, I just went, I was living in Huntsville, Texas at the time. Again, uh, 19, I think I was 19, max 20. So w this, this is all a very like tight period of time that just changed everything for me. <clears throat> I'd moved out of the house like two days after graduation, had some issues and blah, 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 blah. I uh, ended up moving out and then uh, living with a girlfriend at the time. And then we split and then I moved to Hunts Vegas, Texas, as we call it. Mm. Right down the street from the Walls unit, which was kind of cool. Um, that's where they murder people. So the... Neat. When I... Uh, lived there, we did a lot of fucking drugs, and so I'd never done mushrooms before, so I was like, okay, well, I just want to, you know, fucking do this thing. And so by myself, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't whatever, and somebody was like, oh yeah, you just go here and ask for this dude, and he'll, he'll take care. I was like, okay. So I go there, I'm like, hey dude, I've never done this before, I just need some mushroom, here's the money I have, and he gave me this many mushrooms for this much money. I didn't know, like, there was no, alright buddy, you know what I mean, because... If people assume you know what the fuck you're doing, but I told the man, hey, I've never done this before. And I said, how much is this? He said, 14 G's. I go, what's a G? He goes, Gramps. I go, oh, okay. And he goes, uh, I go, so what should I do? And he goes, you should eat it. I was like, oh, okay. And that was the extent of my training. So I went oh to, back to the apartment. Oh, God, dude.
went back to the apartment and put it in a blender with uh i tried just one and it was you know how much the first one dude (laughs) i uh to this day i pick them apart like a little bitch and swallow them i don't give a fuck i'm not getting them stuck in my teeth and when i'm balls tripping and nauseous that bitch will come back out and just (laughs) kick it off you know what i'm saying All right. So I vomited from shrooms, but like, you know, a little bit of that big baby barf for sure. Yeah. Oh, God. But I mean, you're, you know, you're in it. So that throws, I'm already pretty nauseous when I'm in that state anyway. You know what I mean? It could go at any minute. You know, I'm pretty uh, unstable as far as the contents of my stomach go. So anyway, um, I uh, got back to the house. I just blended all the fucking mushrooms up in a blender because they tasted horrible. And with Kool-Aid and ice and water. And that was it. I may have put a little bit of honey in there, but I don't think we could afford honey because I was just whatever. Uh, and so I, I, I do this thing and I was just like, okay. So I end up with this emulsion. Uh, it fit into a plastic cup. And so I was just like, already here we go. And I just drank the entire thing. All 14 grams of it. This fucking <clears throat> emulsion. I did not know. Yeah, yeah, because it was thick as fuck. You know, it was like this, you know, like worse than a protein shake. It was like, like I was like, oh, this is gonna turn to concrete soon if I that's, wait. That's the best like uh, shroom tea description I've ever heard. There you go. <laughs> fucking emulsion. I know fucking clue what I was doing. Uh, and it wasn't even a good blender. So you know what I mean. It's like everything was just not. Uh, so I I do this. I just drank it all, and I was just like, okay, you know, gambe, uh, drink it all. I fucking sit down on the on the chair because my stomach is killing me now. Uh, almost immediately, I was like, my body was kind of going. Mm-mm, we're probably not going to do this. Uh, it was my night that night though. Uh, so I about twenty maybe thirty minutes max. Uh, I could stomach this pain. I get up. I run down this long hall, which started to wave a little bit, and then I get to the bathroom. I kick the door open. Never forget it. Flew the toilet open and just went for it. And everything that I had just drank, without whatever was absorbed in that short amount of time, was emptied out into the toilet. So you could probably have about six good trips off of what I threw in the in the toilet there. <laughs> but uh, it was enough. Whatever I had uh, had absorbed, where man, I tr- I had to have tripped for 10, 12 hours, something like that. It was wow. on mushrooms, which was crazy. Yeah, it was my first time. I I don't know. I can't explain it. But anyway, uh, it was it was intense. It was a lot. Um, right when I puked all that up and I looked up out of the toilet. I mean, I remember it. I looked up out of the toilet and it was like a brand new world, dude. It was yeah. colors and lights and motion and everything was together and Amazing. it was all love and incredible. And so that one was pretty profound because of the, it, it was so, it was my first time to ever do psilocybin. So I didn't know what it was going to be like clearly. I mean, I did, obviously fucked it, but the result of it, you know, the experience was unbelievable, man. It was so cool. And I still, uh, it's my favorite psychedelic, if I'm honest, um, for sure, by far. Definitely my most intense and like mm. deep. Definitely was on a mushroom uh, trip, all, like every mushroom trip, dude. Mm, mm-hmm. I like I don't I, I just I just don't take psychedelics anymore because last time I took psychedelics I took a half a tab of LSD and that was great because I didn't have a peak and for me when I peak it's uh for anybody that has smoked DMT it's just about as intense as that every every time every mm-hmm. time. I have not, and, uh, so I can't relate to that. But I know so. Peaky. So you know what Andy Rouse talks about from Deep Share, the hero's journey. He talks about that mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, yeah, that's basically like every time, every time I take psychedelics. So it's a great, you know, learning experience. You come back very humbled and like I'm a better person every time. 
but God d- damn, dude, dying is, is a process, man. And going through eternity. <laughs> it's, it it's, um, so, so for me, I just, I, I, I don't take psychedelics anymore. Okay. Well, that's probably good. Just take a little break. I don't drink anymore. I'm fine with it. Yeah, dude, I quit drinking too. <laughs> dude, I don't know what my point was there, but I'm having a great I loved it, whatever time. it was. This is it was cool, beautiful. Um, uh, shout out Andy Rouse, by the way. I just dude. talked to him uh, about an hour before we got on this. This is great. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out Andy. Dude. Badass. <laughs> Badass. Dude, I can't wait for... Some of the music we're working on, dude. I'm just gonna say it. We're um, you know, we're coming out with our show Horns Up with mm-hmm. uh Dan Anaki, Dan, Jay Hennahan, and and uh Jeff Fernandez, uh Shadow Band, How to Kill a Sacred Cow, Rising from the Ashes. Uh <laughs> um fuck. Dude, I shouldn't have smoked that fucking hit. I'm getting tired now. <laughs> I'll cut this. You falling out? Falling out a little. So your horns up is releasing. Jay did it. Oh, dude, I was talking about, about the it. music. I was talking about the fucking yes, music. Tell me about the yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, me and Andy and Jay and Jeff have a fucking a, a, a conspiracy band we're working on, dude. And I'm just really excited about it. Like we have a bunch of instrumentals and. Uh, I guess we've just been sitting on our asses a little bit about the lyrics, but that dude, we just got to write some fucking lyrics, dude. And there's going to be a conspiracy metal band album out of the alt media United community. And what, I just want to build some hype about, on that. What do you think about taking popular TV shows from the eighties and doing their lyrics backwards in your song? Yeah, we could totally, we could totally do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, give it a go, you know, see if, <laughs> see if the melodies work out in this, uh, the syllables, you know, and all that stuff, if you could play with it, but that would be a very interesting niche and then just don't tell anyone. I mean, we told them now, but so you'd have to pick something <laughs> different, but you know, uh, you could just do, you know, anything, theme songs, uh, game shows, just, just the words. I mean, not many yeah. game shows are, uh, got vocals to them, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I know just do them all backwards. Cause you wouldn't be infringing on copyright. It would be, be interesting like... to see what actual word combinations you could come up with. Like you would be literally doing the playing the record backwards. Yeah, thing. that's what I was about to say. Yeah. And also like that South Park episode Talent where he too. just replaced Talent. baby and yeah. everything with Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to feel you deep inside me, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good pull. Good pull, man. I like that. <laughs> <clears throat> well Fucking damn brilliant. um you got any more psychedelic experiences for me uh, i'm sure or, dude, dude or theories I dude i wanted to get into um, some wild theories so oh, we can totally um, do that yeah i've had i guess it, it's 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 definitely from my experience and from what i hear from everyone else a very rare experience i've experienced singularity and or source and huh. so my understanding of reality is that there's infinity and there's infinities inside of infinities. So therefore there's no limit to reality, I guess, besides the ones that you place on it. And I, you know, shoot me something that, 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 that inspires in your mind. It inspires me to think of it like a fractal, like uh, like we talk about 
uh, uh, Andy talks about this quite a bit. So uh, the fractal nature of this, how I articulate it, he talks about Matryoshka dolls, which I, I like mm -hmm. this concept. And, yes. the, and the concept that there's nothing else here but you. Uh, and all of this is, I'm a big fan of all of that. Now, of course, I have no fucking clue what's going on here. But if I had to be like, that one's... That one gives me the most ease, you know, and makes like the shitty things in the world not shitty to me. And that makes is me my direct so just go with ex that. experience. Yeah, right. Um, so, go ahead, please. Um, it's just like relating to people is hard sometimes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so that's, that's as far as I'll go with it. No, and that's fair, and it is. It it can be. I'll say that. Uh, and there's some interesting uh, ways. I've not come people to like you. Uh, no, but that's that's what I mean, though. Uh, that There's some interesting ways I've come to look at this now, this whole concept. Let me uh, go back, and then I'm going to come back to this. So back to the fractal thing. One of the ways that I visualize it and articulate it is this. You picture yourself like walking out in your front yard, and you look up, and you pick a star, and you, you think you're looking at a star. Well, the way that the fractal universe-type model works in this example would be really one way to look at it is that you're looking at a submolecular particle represented as a pinpoint in the in what you call the sky and really that's a submolecular particle of you it's another atom within you that's another fractal version of you but that atom is made up of you that makes up an entirely different universe that makes up an entirely different everything and it's staring back at itself staring back at itself so really when you look out you're looking at the back of your own head kind of a thing you know what i mean it's a weird thing to think about and it blows Definitely my fucking mind that fucking thought yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a mind blower like so, uh, ex like i've i've also experienced expanding reality <laughs> all the way to singularity and shrinking reality all the way to singularity there you go right as above so below that concept and that's that's kind of like the simplest way of explaining it it's that's it you're you're it uh i mean people talk about the universe being contained in the eye you know that whole thing like the like our plane of existence is your eye your yeah. iris and there's a sun and a moon going around there the lens is the dome you know above and it's fascinating to look at your world that way which is why the the show i do is my favorite because we talk about all that shit there's no limit uh we expand reality that's the whole point because it's meant to be expanded and we uh talk about like crazy shit that no one can prove and no one can disprove so it's unfalsifiable but it's also fun and that's like the best part you just talk about the ideas man you don't have to be like well they can prove it douche uh, you don't have to do that because uh, a lot of they can't prove gravity nobody knows where the fuck lightning is nobody knows yes. what that is by the way uh the law of densities explains gravity not gravity even einstein at the end was like yeah i fucked up quite a bit there my bad and die and good luck and then die and uh it's you know all that kind of shit man and our perception being constantly uh a well, being constantly barrages at attempts to draw uh, us into negative conflict with ourselves, which is what's out there as well. It's you trying to draw you into that shit. See if you if you want to participate in that part of this. But um, it's it, the unity consciousness thing is my favorite. I mean, that's that's like the best way to look at it because that's you know, you know you're not a piece of shit to people because it's you. I mean, and and bigger than that, you're not a piece of shit to people because you just don't want to be a piece of shit to people. Like it can be that easy too. You could still. Yes. You know, Satanists are fucking some of the nicest people I've ever met, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So it's it's weird. And then you have, like, pedophiles and shit running everything. So it's like, it's a, it's a backwards place. It's just, it's the upside down. Everything out there that's loud and out front and with the, you know, the mass, and we talk about this, the, the mainstream. Um, 
all that shit is just like an inversion of authenticity in my mind. Uh, so I just don't participate in it. Like, really, I don't participate in it. I, I can't tell you the last time I watched the news. Um, we haven't had like, you know, cable TV in fucking at least 12 years. You know, I mean, <laughs> we I, I turn all my notifications off and shit. I mean, I like just don't engage with that shit. You know, I just don't. I got cool things I'm doing. I'm talking to cool people. That's what I'd rather focus my attention on. Dan. Brendan Thomas, expanding Bruh. reality. Bruh. Oh, only I knew some, but I didn't know it all. Podcast, Brandon, dude. Thank you so much for coming on, dude. I had such a great time. I definitely think we might have expanded some people's realities tonight. Might as well. <laughs> well, dude. Yes, thanks for coming on. I would love to have you back anytime. Uh, hit me up. Anytime. I'm absolutely grateful. Uh, ExpandingRealityPodcast.com, everybody. One-stop shop. Bam! Oh, yeah, dude. I've been doing really bad about that. About That's okay. I got you. People to play I got you, stuff. bro. <laughs> <laughs> All Thank right, everybody. You. This is fucking awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, you, you listener, for listening. Hmm. Boom. That'll be the episode, dude. Boom! <laughs> fucking dope, dude. Hell yeah. That was badass, man. I loved it. That was so much fun. You're so cool, and you're just easy as fuck to talk to, and I'm grateful for this whole thing. This is amazing. 